Call his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord had cursed. Man sinned. God cursed the ground. And said, By the sweat of your brow, you, you eat bread. Told the woman, you're going to have problems with childbearing. Get her pain. Then he put her under her husband. He said, your desire shall be after him, and he shall rule over you. And women have been fighting against it. From that day till now. Even with all the hallelujah. Wait a minute. As soon as Noah popped out of the womb, he said, now, I can sense that God has sent this child to fix what he did to the earth. Look at the global dimension of a child born into the family. What did you come preloaded with? He said that Noah was carrying a grace. And this grace will impact the judgment God himself Rendered on the earth. The potential of his child. And Satan stole your destiny from birth. Judging God. Based on the family we are born into. Not knowing you are preloaded. To solve some things. You need to start celebrating your birth today. Celebrate your potential. Your grace. The anointing. What God has put in you. You are pre-programmed. When I look at all the miracles and the things God is doing through my life. All across the earth. I mean, my mama was a terrorist. She would talk to you for an hour, then she would beat you, then she would talk to you for another hour, then she would tell everybody that comes in how bad you were that day. <laughs> I would always say, let daddy beat me. I mean, I can handle his. This one, the whole village knows. How are you all doing? Oh, everything is blessed, but you know, cheese always... You know, Chica, he's, 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 I said, Mama, stop telling them about me. I'm not that bad. <laughs> Have you ever seen a child that says that? Even the spoiled, rotten ones? No, it's my mama's fault. Hmm. The same shall comfort us concerning our work, the toil of our hands. Because that's why when you see, you notice. How, hey, thank you, Lord. He's fathering me. He said the grace that Noah was preloaded with was so strong. 
that entire earth wandered away from God. But what was in him was stronger. And he held on with his own family. Out of the whole earth. How strong is God's grace? Say, so where sin abounds, grace doth much more abound. And Noah built the ark. Saved himself and his family. And the rest of the entire earth perished. If you ever question your birth again, I'm going to slap you myself. Maybe slapping you will shock you into allowing the grace to start functioning. People are bitter over what they should celebrate. God trusted me. That's why he put me among these crazy folks. I'm the only sane person. That's what she was saying. I'm the only sane person in my family. The rest of them are crazy. But I will deliver all of them. That's what grace does. Blessed. Happy to be envied. Is the man whom God corrected. I'm back to Job 5. In case you, you are still wondering where I'm reading. Huh? So the man is happy. Blessed. To be envied. Because he can accept God's correction. Therefore, despise not thou. That's how you make your wilderness long. When you are corrected, you start judging the process. You say, don't despise it. People are talking about the tone. This is a generation that's wrong, and they want to teach you how to correct them. If you, if you want to correct me, this is how you need to stand. This is how you need to say it. Make sure that nobody's around. Don't raise your voice over this decibel. And then when the king and the princess has been fully accommodated, maybe I'll consider what you're saying. That's how to go to hell in a handbasket. So don't despise the chastening of the Lord. Because this is your pathway to blessing. The blessing that will cause people to envy you. Envy you. That's what I keep telling, you know, fellow pastors. And, and they see, oh, you know. I said, you know, I have a leadership meeting. I said, do they come? I don't understand that question. It's either you are the leadership meeting or you are not going to be a leader. <laughs> you see, there's nothing to discuss there. You see, when God was discipling me, telling me he, I should not do any business, and Satan was, you know, sending businesses to me, I said, Lord, how is it that people want to do business and they cannot find opportunity? And you're telling me not to do business. And every time I turn around, somebody's bringing me a proposal. Hmm? One guy brought one to me and said, now, the 1% of the business is 1 million U.S. dollars. He said, now, because you're my friend, 
want to bring you into this thing. And every time I was saying no, God told me not to do business. All of a sudden, my breath is cut off. I can't breathe, and, and I almost died. Naturally, later on, Doc said it was a walking pneumonia. And one pastor in Tampa died, didn't wake up. But God shook me and woke me up three times. Well, I could have died in my sleep. He must have a reason for keeping me alive. And he said, don't do any business. And I, I, I continued to fight against it. So now, they're running up and down, chasing things. And then when they finish, they want to experience the same grace and the glory. I'm experiencing. You can't have both. Amen. Didn't you all say you cannot eat your cake? Amen. And have it too. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want it, then go back inside of you. Get all that gunk out. And make it a cake. <laughs> Hallelujah. Watch. For he make it sure, sore, and bind it up. He wounded, and his hands. You notice, he's telling you, when God corrects you, it doesn't matter how it hurts. He already has a plan. He has an ointment. He has whatever it takes to heal you. If you will submit to it. So you see, the very first thing you forfeit for refusing to submit is healing. Both physically, spiritually, and emotionally, or mentally. Watch. He shall deliver thee in six troubles. Can you believe it? Yeah, in seven, there shall no evil touch you. He said, God can correct you. He will put a shield of protection around you. He said, nothing can touch you. He said, no evil shall be allowed. That's why the enemy causes you to fight against it so hard. Knowing all you will forfeit. Nineteen blessings in this text. That's why I said, I'm going to show it to you. It will shock you. You'll read right through it. Because you read the Bible like a novel. Somebody said to me, I have read the Bible three times. I said, you read the Bible three times and you are still like this. I said, it's not a novel. The proof that you read it is the transformation it has produced. Not on the many times you ran through it, thinking this is a James Bond novel or some, I don't know who is writing novels these days. In famine, he shall redeem thee from death. And in war, from the power of the sword. My God, can you believe this? Say, even if there's war in the land, because you submitted to his correction, say, God will cover you and protect you. Famine, there'll be provisions. Isn't that amazing? And things are happening every day. And we don't know why they're happening because God can't tell you anything. All you want to hear is the blessing you will receive. Oh, come on now, man. Yeah. Amen. 
But you don't want to hear that you need to correct this and that. If I start preaching corrective things or talking about sin, all the shout in the house will disappear. Thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue. So people start talking against you. He said, God will protect you from all that negative prophecy, all that devils, all day. Hallelujah. Do you see what you're forfeiting? Thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue. Neither shall thou be afraid of destruction. When it cometh, say, fear will be taken from you. Even in the face of danger. This is what I've been saying. I don't understand it. That whenever there's trouble and everybody's afraid, I'm naturally afraid. All of a sudden, that thing will happen. Where the fear leaves me. I told you when we had them robbery and they were exploding all those things, gunpowder everywhere. I went to the window. I said, now, if you guys succeed in robbing this place, this will be your end. They could have shot me. But all fear disappeared. He said, that's what you gain when God can correct you. Watch. He said, that shall be hid from the scourge of the tongue. Neither shall thou be afraid of destruction. When it cometh, at destruction and famine, thou shalt laugh. You see, you can't fake it. It's a supernatural thing. You just fall out laughing. People that know me or close to me know that when things get tough, I just laugh. Huh? They have witnesses. I just laugh. These things happen to you when you submit to correction. You can't manufacture it. You can't fake it. You must yield to it. And the miracle will happen for you. I always fall out laughing. <laughs> because I know God is the only person I'm concerned about. Amen. I don't care about what the devil is talking about or any human being is doing Amen. or saying. You can't lose anything on earth that you have not lost with God. Amen. Listen to this. This one amazed me. For thou shalt be in league with the stones of the field. And the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you. If you run into a bear or a lion, they will see the glory of God and back away from you. Not you scream and start running and they pursue you and have you for lunch. So God will restore that thing man had before man sinned. That a lion will see you and is afraid and back away. Because the glory is resting on you. I don't know what it means. He says you'll be in league with the stones of the field. I don't know what that means. But whatever it means, I'll take the blessing. You see? Watch. And thou shalt know that the tabernacle shall be in peace. So you know it. And thou shalt visit the habitation and shalt not sin. 
Thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great. You are not only getting blessed yourself, you are guaranteeing that your children would, will be blessed. But when you refuse to submit to authority, you are mortgaging the future of your children. you will know it. Not because somebody told you. You will know it in your knower. God will show it to you. That your seed shall be great. My children have had struggles here and there. And then one day, God said to me, hey, they shall be for signs and wonders on the earth. They are just getting The enemy shot his shots first. But God always has the last word. Listen. Thou shalt be in league with the stones of the field. And the beasts of the field shall be at peace with thee. And thou shalt know that thy tabernacle shall be in peace. And thou shalt visit thy habitation and shall not sin. Thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great. Say, so you know it. And thy offspring as the grass of the earth. They will multiply. The blessing will be flowing. Until you pay for things forward. And when you're working on it, it looks like it's not working. It's Satan trying to talk you out of what he knows is straight ahead. Look at this. Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age. No premature death. Like as a shock of corn cometh in in his season. Lo, this we have searched it and so it is. Hear it and know. Thou it for thy good. Counted yourself 19 blessings. The believers all around the world are forfeiting because they will not accept correction. And, and you're trying to get counseling and, and, and looking for deep revelation. Just submit. Amen. And everything starts working the way that it is. Supposed to. That's why you can never find intimacy at this table, no matter how many times you take it, until you learn these things, because it was pain that gave it to you. Yeah. If Jesus did not submit to the Father and suffer those things, we will not have this. So there's no way you will refuse to submit, and this will bless you. You will just be drinking juice and eating crackers. But the supernatural transfer will never take place. You meet things in kind. Pain birthed it. And it's only for people that will go through pain and serve God anyway. I know when you see me shouting, you think I'm, I haven't gone through anything. I'm not going through anything. But if I open my file, 
<laughs> I remember one Sunday morning, I just had such a tough morning, and, and I just grit my teeth. I said, okay, God, I'm going to trust you through all of this. And I was coming down the aisle, and one of my ministers said, well, look now. He's going to do this thing again. I bet if his wife did to, to him what mine did to me, he wouldn't be up there shouting. <laughs> That's what he thought back then. I just laughed. See, because Satan wants you to believe that your own stuff is so special. <laughs> I just laughed at him. Now, he, he told me later on, no, it wasn't when you were walking down. It was when you were up on the podium. I said, which was the difference? <laughs> Whether you're up on the podium or you're walking down the aisle. Because he wants you to believe. He's just anointed. And because he's anointed, he doesn't have any problems. He just does like this, and everything falls off. Yeah, Jesus just did like this, and the nails fell off. <laughs> you know, he could not find any reason to forgive them turkeys. He said, okay, Lord, forgive them for? He said, they, they're ignorant. They don't know what they do. Because they thought they were doing the will of God. They were trying to stop this imposter from messing up Judaism. Not knowing that God has moved on. That Judaism was a shadow. That Christianity is the real deal. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are glad this morning that you are saved? Glory. Hallelujah. Come on, thank him. Bless him. Worship him. Hallelujah. Glory. Beloved, are your eyes being opened? Are you learning things you've never heard before? Are you seeing things God has not been able to show you? Because many of you, of you God's people are stubborn, rebellious, self-willed. You are not under authority. You're faking. That's why your destiny is stuck. All the stress you're under will be removed if you learn obedience. You say Jesus learned obedience by the things he suffered. Suffering teaches you how important obedience is. And when you look at these 19 blessings chronicled in Job 5, wow. I mean, some of them, I, I'm asking God to help me understand. Say so you will be, you know, in the league with the stones of the field. He say even wild animals will be at peace with you. You run into a lion, the glory of God will fall on him. The fear of God will fall on him. And he will not devour you. Instead, he runs from you. Wow. Can you believe that? <laughs> we forfeit so much. We forfeit so much. <laughs> I, I wish I can talk about it. 
uh, lately, one of my um, armor bearers, you know, gave me a gun. And I said, okay. And I checked out the gun and all of that. I said, I'd like to test fire. He said, oh, no, 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 you make so much noise. I said, okay, fine. And, but every time I pick up that gun, I feel this thing. Don't mess with the glory. And then I'll put it down. He says, you're in a realm higher. <laughs> ah, the people in the lower realm, they need guns. But when you cross into the realm of glory and God is hovering over you, he don't want you trusting in anything. You will walk right through a gunfight and bullets will not touch you. You, you go, you pass a place in five minutes. Yeah? I had 30 something Americans in the village overseas with all the terror and chaos there. No security. Nothing touched us. Nothing challenged us. We left town two days later. Chaos. Even a policeman was murdered. The, the truck, the police truck set on fire. But when we were there, the glory, yeah, yeah. Do you know what you're forfeiting by being stubborn and rebellious? Do you know what you will enter into if God can correct you? If spiritual authority can correct you? Go and read it. Check it out. See the blessing you're forfeiting, not just for you, but for your children. You say your children. Is the something he said to the priest in Malachi that will tolerate people offering, you know, ill and wicked sacrifices unto God. God said, I've cursed you, I've cursed your blessings, and I've cursed your children. I kept asking the Lord, what is this thing that pastors children all over the world and demonically infested and acting crazy and don't want anything to do? I did not know that the people were teaching rebellion. Huh? And then the ministry and the curse falls on them. And their children are messed up. <laughs> and we don't have eyes to see. Do you know the scriptures? Jesus says you are because you do not know the scriptures. I made the mistake of my life when people were all excited and sending their children to the dorm. And I joined them without asking the Lord. All of a sudden, Satan jumped in one of my daughters and trying to destroy my children. I mean, I was troubled. I didn't know what to do or whatever. And the, the scripture popped up. He said, your children shall be taught of the Lord. Great shall be the peace. <laughs> Ooh, I started grinning from ear to ear. And my daughter came to me and said, Daddy, I was in my room in my newfound rebellion. And God came and stood there. I said, eh? God stood there? What did you see? She said, I didn't see anything, but I knew he was standing there. And he said to me, you know better. And I surrendered my life. Eh? And up till today, they're blazing fire. <laughs> Ooh, I celebrate these things. People might be celebrating having thousands of people and everybody's acting crazy. I celebrate that my children are serving God with me. Can God correct you? Can man correct you? Learn what you're forfeiting. 
get in it. And God will bless you. See you tomorrow.